0: Hey y'all! This is Janice Cohn, the intuitive therapist, here on the Intuitive Therapist podcast. So glad you're with me. Look, I uh, I've held a lot of jobs in my life, and I have been fired from many of them too. Uh, you know, and we all if if you work for a company, if you work for anybody else, um, you have that annual evaluation, right? Oh, that dreaded. Annual evaluation and nobody looks forward to it at least not anybody I know Even if you think you've been perfect a stellar employee your fate is held in the hands of somebody else and They decide whether or not you've measured up They decide if you stay or go They decide your outcome And how awful is that I think that's why most people dread it. I know there are other reasons, but when I think about that excuse me when I think about that uh, that's what I've always thought about Um, and I I've never felt safe in a job working for anybody else and by that I mean I've always felt very vulnerable to it not that I wasn't good at the jobs I held yes the ones I actually kept and even the ones that I was fired from I was I was pretty good (laughs) Um, but I felt vulnerable because I wasn't in control and somebody else could determine my fate. And and somebody else got to decide how good I was, right? Someone else got to have the last word on my worthiness, on my goodness. And I always abhorred that, I always couldn't stand it. Now, I don't have a problem with getting feedback, that's one thing. But to be evaluated to determine my goodness at anything? mm yeah. No thanks. Look, it's likely that most of you who are listening today work for maybe a large company or at least you have a boss. So I understand that this part of today's episode might uh, infuse some sourness into the idea of you going to work for somebody else, and I don't want to do that. I'm not trying to do that. I I really am not, but if I asked you if you felt a smidge of vulnerability in your job, No matter how long you've been at your job, it's highly likely that you understand what I mean when I say everybody is replaceable, but you're not replaceable to yourself. And I mean, you're you and there's, there isn't ever going to be another you. So what do you do then when you measure your goodness, right? Or maybe I should ask this question. How often do you measure how you measure up to yourself? And it's not something that most people want to do, evaluate themselves. But if you have any desire to grow and evolve self evaluation, better be at the top of your list of to do's. Okay. So let's say you are someone who evaluates you every now and then. How do you feel about doing that? Does it scare you? Does it stress you out? And for those of us who are in a constant state of self evaluation, what do you do with the information for the ratings and your own feedback? Even more, how do you know you're giving yourself feedback and how do you know that you're actually using it and evolving, right? Because the messages we say to ourselves a lot, we don't even really think about how we're thinking and believing. And even more, right? How do you know you're using it and evolving from it? The exercise of evaluating yourself is crucial. Those who don't do it must be scared of what they have to face about themselves. I mean, I only, I can only assume that, right? Even the elite of the successful has some measure of self-evaluation in some or all parts of their life. Success and evolution have this one thing in common they are always under scrutiny, always. So let's take a few steps back. Few of us have lived the elitist, in the elitist sex sector, the top 1% of successful people. So that gives you and me a lot of room to play around in and a lot of room in which to grow, evolve, and scale ourselves, which in my opinion sounds pretty dang good, right? Like I have loose, having loose parameters around me, I love that. I can move around more easily. So back to this self-evaluation thing, which is the topic of today. How do you do it in a way that matters? And how do you use the feedback in a way that matters? And I'd like to invite you to take a moment and write these aspects down on a separate sheet of paper. There are five of them. So use a separate sheet of paper for each. On the top of the first, write health. On the top of the second, money. On the top of the third, personal. On the top of the fourth, emotional. On the top of the fifth, psychological. And the top of the sixth, religious slash spiritual. And then I want you to take some time, make two columns on each paper. The first column is for wins. The things that you feel like you did well this year in that area. And the second column is for areas of improvement. What you could do better in that area of, uh, in that area of um, your life. And I hope you'll choose to be as honest and transparent with yourself as you can tolerate. And then I hope you'll push yourself to be even more honest and transparent with yourself. Really assessing, really looking at how have you shown up for yourself this past year and in all of the spheres of your life. And how would you rate yourself on a scale of one to 10 where 10 is perfection, given what you filled uh, out in each column of each sphere, knowing that 10 is impossible to achieve, right? 10 is the best, 10 is the highest, 10 is, you want to use perfection, great. Look, we're all going to come up against our imperfections. Why not take the reins and call them towards you on your terms, not theirs? Why not decide to find the gaps in service to yourself, and fill them with your goodness. Why not offer your feedback to to yourself that you can use? And why not actually use the feedback you give yourself to become an even better person you are right now? Look, self-evaluation is a great determinant of your ability to thrive. We are all our worst critics, and I by no means am suggesting that you do this Uh, exercise supporting your own self-loathing? Absolutely not. What I am suggesting is that if self-loathing is something that isn't helpful to you, which it really is never helpful to anybody, then you wouldn't put that in your needs improvement column and then get some help with it. It's easy to judge and rate others, isn't it? How about taking the route that matters and focus on you? I can only imagine how well your goodness will score. I wish you a blessed day, a wonderful week, and as always, live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.